today on the Italian radio show. Our countdown to Christmas continues with more Italian movies and holiday cocktails, plus a great conversation with an up-and-coming Italian superstar, Andrea Algieri, and all the right words you need to know to survive in the Italian neighborhood in Brooklyn. Coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, and uh, we're going to be bringing in my co-host in a couple of minutes here, the beautiful Marcia Caputo, who's in Italy right now. But first of all, we want to tell you that we're broadcasting to you live today on KKNW 1150 AM throughout the greater Puget Sound area, or you can listen to our show anytime during the week you want by going to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz. You can actually stream our show live today, or you can listen to any of our past archives from the last five, six years. Of course, today's show will go up tonight on the archive site, so you can share with all your friends throughout the week. And uh, without further ado, I think, Eric, it's time that we contact Italy and we bring in my co-host, the lovely Marcia Caputo. Hey, Marcia, are you there? I'm here. It's time for us to do Italian news. You say the title. Pezzo d'Italia. No, no, I should say this. Un pezzo d'Italia in Italia. Because yeah, I'm Italia, in Italy. Yeah, Italia, you're right. That's why. <laughs> well, you know, so I got a couple of great stories for us here. Um, and I want to, these are ones where I thought we could talk about these. Uh, you know, this time of year, as you know, is when Hollywood typically releases its, you know, big blockbuster movies, always in December, right. always around Christmas, the holidays, right? And interestingly, mm-hmm. they release these, of course, all around the world, including Italy, okay? But in Italy, okay. they always change the names of these movies, uh, and they make them sometimes weird, okay? It's like, for instance, they had a movie about the uh, 2004 tsunami in the Indian Ocean, okay? And they call this movie right. The Impossible. Why didn't they just call it Tsunami, you know? I mean, it just right. like it's weird. So I How they call it? They, I don't know. They just called they, they call it The Impossible instead of Tsunami. Yeah, it's about a tsunami, you know? Right. A tidal right. All right. Right. So I, well, I did some research. And I came up with like a handful of movies here. Movies, I think there's a TV show in here. Great movies from over the, uh, you know, the last few decades. Uh, some of them classics that were released in Hollywood with great titles and that they got kind of weird renames. Some of them hilarious in, in Italy. Okay. So let's okay, go down the list. Are you ready? First of all, yes. the movie Jaws. Jaws. Okay. In Italy, they simply call this movie the shark. The shark. Right. Lo squalo. I mean, come on. There's Wait. an ominous ring about Jaws. I mean, you know. Um, but, you know, I had an Italian girl tell me, well, the film Jaws, no one knows it's about a shark. All right. Number two, The Shawshank Redemption. Great, great movie, okay? In Italy, they call it The Wings of Liberty. So now I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking of... What does this have to do with this movie, Kay? And again, right. an Italian friend of mine says, well, Shawshank doesn't mean anything in Italian. I said to her, it doesn't mean anything in English either. It's the name of the place. 
It's the name okay. of the place. You know? Okay. And you're gonna love this Ooh. one. You're gonna love this one. Go Number for it. Number three. The producers. Okay, now the producers, of course, they've had a couple of these movies. They had they did a remake in recent years, but the you know, everybody loves the original with Gene Wilder. So the producers, which you could literally translate in Italian, it would mean the same thing, but instead they call it Please don't touch the old women. Please no. don't touch the old woman. I mean, I don't even know there's any it's old word. women in the film. Uh, it's one word. How they end up with three? Long, I have no idea. Two sentences. Okay. <laughs> okay, you remember okay. the movie Weird Science? You remember Weird Science? Yes. About the kid. Yes. Who he, he, and he, and he's a, like a science geek, and he's in high school, and he, right. you know, he, he makes the perfect women, woman in a laboratory. Okay, in mm -hmm. Italian they call this the explosive woman. The explosive woman? <laughs> I don't remember who okay. blows up during the film, do you? I, I maybe it did for Italian. I don't maybe know I don't how they interpret you know? the movie. <laughs> All right, one of my favorite movies, like, you know, we do these marathons where we watch, you know, we have certain movies you got to watch them every year. It's a tradition. One of the movies right. that fits that category is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Right. All right. In Italian, they call this a crazy day of vacation. A crazy day of vacation? I mean, you know, the only thing that's missing is talk about, well, the kid goes to a baseball game and he drives a Ferrari, you know? So. Well, it could be that they cannot translate it, so they completely change the meaning. <laughs> I, I have no idea. But in the same vein, so the next movie, Risky Business. Remember Risky Business? It was one of yes. Tom Cruise's first mu uh, movies, made him famous. I think he was just a teenage kid at the time. Uh, in Italian, the title is When the Old People Are Away, the Sons Dance. When the oh, Old People Are Away, really? the Sons Dance. Come on. That means risky oh. business? Uh, really? So I start to Google it and check it out. I'd never pay attention on those. All right. Oh, you're going to love the next one. Okay. So when I was like, a, you know, a young person, uh, I think this show came out. I was in my 20s. Uh, it was a very popular show all across America, The Crosby Show. Remember The Crosby Show? Okay. Yes. Yes. So now, in, interestingly, in Italy, the show was retitled as The Robinsons. The Robinsons. Right. Yeah. Now, they substituted one totally pronounceable American name, the Crosbys, with another Ooh. one, the Robinsons. And when I ask Ooh. Italians why they did this, yeah. they even think it's stupid, and they scratch their heads. Well, that, that's funny. It's true. I remember that's the Robinsons. Yeah. My husband used to tell me the Crosby. I said, what is Crosby? Ah, there was the Crosby show. His name was Crosby. Uh, you're right. You're right. Well, All right, moving on. Uh, one of my favorite <laughs> holiday movies, another one movie we watch every year for the holidays is Trading Places. In Italy, they came up with the name A Chair for Two. A chair which one is that? Two. Wait. Which one is in English? It's called Trading Places, okay? Trading Eddie, Place. Murphy, oh. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, great holiday movie. We watch it every year. Trading Places. Right. And they, where they come up with a chair for two? I mean, come on. It's not like a lover movie. <laughs> exactly. Okay, another famous Hollywood movie every year, Home Alone. You could literally translate Home Alone. Uh, 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 Casa da Sola. Casa da Sola. I mean, it's like, you know, easy, right? And you get the same thing. Instead, instead, 
the Italians came up with, Mama, I missed the plane. Oh, you're right. Mama, yes. I missed the plane. Yeah. Come on. Mama, Yes, it's that one. You're right. Okay, let's go back to let's go that. back to an old movie. To one of the the Hollywood's golden era. Okay, Marilyn Monroe. Remember her classic, The Seven Year Itch. Famous, famous movie. Okay, in Italian it says the title is When okay. the Wife is on Vacation. When the wife is on vacation, it doesn't quite. Hit the same thing, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I know it's so true. Oh boy! And, and you're gonna love All this right. one. The sound of music. The sound. Another classic. Sound of music. What do they call it? All together, passionately. It huh? could be il suono della musica. I don't yes. get it. I don't get it. All together, passion. Yeah. The sound of music. Okay. Then, last but not least, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Two. Friday the 13th, Part 2. Now, first of all, you, what you need to know is Friday the 13th, Part 1 was literally translated Venerdì 13, Venerdì 13, right? Right. It, it got the point across. Italians went to see it. It did very well at the box office. So why then did someone decide to call the sequel Friday the 13th, Part 2, The Murderer Sits Next to You? Oh, yes. A murderer sits I, Who came up with this? Who does this stuff? Well, they got some people in Italy. Now their job is to come up with weird movie titles to screw with Americans, I think, right? You see, it's that's the problem when it puts someone from kindergarten translating the title. That's, exactly. you know, exactly. it's understandable. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go to our, uh, our commercial break, we want to remind everybody, since we're talking about movies, that uh, Cinema Italiano... Cinema Italian Style is going on in Seattle now from December. It's starting December 10th. Going to be running till this Thursday, December 17th. Has some great, great films. Of course, this year, because of COVID-19, um, the movies are not in the, at the movie theaters, but you can watch all of them online. They got, they have nine fantastic films. They have, um, four great, great short films. Uh, and you need to go to um, the SIF, the Seattle International Film Festival website. You'll find out all about this. You'll find out you can buy your tickets, everything. If you go to their homepage, you can click on the icon for Cinema Italiano. Go to www.sif.net. And, folks, we're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot 
pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And we are back. This is Tony Listella and Marcia Caputo with the West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. Uh, Marcia, you are, I know, have been in uh, Venezia, right? Uh, no, Vincenza. You're in Vincenza. 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 I'm you like. Yeah. Yeah, are you drinking already? You I always drink. Here. Are you kidding me? I, <laughs> I can't. I couldn't do this show if I was sober. You know. I know. You, you so you're in Vicenza, Italy, and you have been there. I know for a couple of months, uh, visiting your family, and very graciously, mm-hmm. you continue to record with us every week and uh, and broadcast uh, live with our show here. So um, one of the cool things about having you in Italy, of course, is we get to know exactly what's going on. In Italy, right from the source, the true news. And so, uh, you know, now we're going to do, of course, our food and our beverage segment. And you have a very special cocktail that you want to talk right. to us about that is real popular uh, in uh, in Italy these days. And before you start, I just want to remind everybody that this segment is brought to us by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Austin Texas, Tito's does just a great job, um, you know, just, they have just a, a unique, unique product that's great for all of your holiday cocktail drinks. We're going to be featuring some of those on our next show, uh, but for all of your party needs, whether it's the holidays or throughout the year, make sure you check out Tito's, and they do a lot to support various charities in our community. We thank them for sponsoring the West Coast Italian Radio Show and our food and beverage segment. All right, so tell us about this cocktail, Marcia. So first of all, this is a drink called Hugo with an H, okay? Okay, H-U-G-O. H-U-G-O, Hugo. Some people would say Hugo, but technically in Italian you say Hugo, okay? Hugo, you don't hear the H. All right, so So this is a popular drink, yeah? It's It's alternative to spritz veneziano, all right? All right. It's like a spritz kind of type. Uh, it's really sweet, okay? Make sure that you know that. Um, beautiful, you know, the spritz is red. This is going to yeah. be like a greenish, kind of greenish color. And the pool, um, okay, let me tell you what to go inside. They use lemon balm syrup. Lemon balm syrup, okay. Right. Then they replace all, they're replaced by alder flower syrup. Elderflower syrup, okay. Okay. They still use the same drink wine. They add it with that. Which is Prosecco. They use Prosecco. So you have to Right. You can use two types, Prosecco or uh, Vino Fermo. The Vino Fermo, it's wine that you find uh, uh, still wine. Okay. Okay. Because people like me have allergy with Prosecco right now. I cannot drink Prosecco. But anyway, and then I put some leaves of uh, mint. So leaves, it's really... Mint leaves, okay? And I hear you can also sometimes put, like, Pellegrino sparkling water in it, too, yes? Yes, yes, they do. Yeah. But with this one, I'm not sure if it add that. I don't think I guess, so. I guess that depends whether you, if you use the Prosecco, you would not need the sparkling need water. It. If you use the regular white wine, then you would probably add a splash 
of the sparkling water to give it the, you know, the, uh, the bubbles, you know? Yes. So you can use Prosecco. You can add some wine if you don't want Prosecco because some people don't like it. So elderflower syrup or lemon balm syrup and, or sparkling water. Some they don't. And uh, mint leaves. That's simple how it is. The it's like the spritz. Only the spritz. They use the mint leaves. They use orange. Maybe they right, use the apple. Right. So basically, <laughs> what you're getting here then is you got the prosecco flavor and the bubbles okay. combined with the all the elderflower syrup flavor, the lemon. So you can use either elderflower syrup or lemon balm syrup. You don't use both. You use one or the other. Uh, but let's just say. Elderflower probably is harder for people to find, so you get the lemon. So you have the prosecco combined with the lemon and the mint, and so then that seems like it would be a very zesty. So you say this is a very popular drink now uh, when, when you're in Italy, you go around the bars and stuff, huh? Yes, it is, because a lot of people they ask you, if you don't want the spritz in the north, no more this. But if you don't want the spritz, you can ask for this. It's really sweet, but it's really refreshing when you have it. It's really, um, I love the flavor. It's not bad at all. But like I say, they can make it a little bit different. Today, I order Hugo, and they give it to me without leaves of mint, and yeah. they're putting in the orange. I'm like, okay, Oh, yeah, so they can do it different ways. So that's what I say, it's a little bit... Then it mm. says initially this drink, and I know you're in Vincenza, so just for mm-hmm. people who are listening, Vincenza is kind of halfway between Venice, Venice and, 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 and uh, uh, Milan, it kind of in the middle up there across the north, okay? Uh, and so, but this drink is another thing they call this drink is Spritz Veneziano. Spritz Veneziano, like a Venetian spritz, spritz, because originally it was created very, very near that area. Now, there's some debate whether it, it was actually created in northern Italy or southern Austria, uh, but it was created right around there. And the guy who created it, um, mm-hmm. it looks like it was a barman man named Roland Gruber, okay, Right. Uh, who initially called the the, na- the drink Otto, Otto. Right. But then I guess um, it, he changed it afterwards um, because you know he thought it would be better called something else. So right. Um, it's got different names. We call it the, the the Ugo or the Hugo, um, mm-hmm. but it can be called the Spritz Veneziano if you're in Venice. Okay. Right. So like if, if you go out to a bar, you get this. Uh, what does like a drink like this cost in Italy? Oh, four euro, four. Three or four euros, so it's about five bucks, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah, about like five I say, bucks the... U.S. Right. And, this, so. and I can see where this would be very popular because it'd be a, like a nice, refreshing flavor, um, you know, that you just have during the day, like you know. Again, if you order the spritz, remember they could be the traditional spritz of this type of drink. If they do in the north. It never come along. They always bring you appetizer included. Gotcha. They gotcha. bring it to you a, a chips plate, or I went to another place and brought me all type of different salami with some cheese. Like oh, a little plate, just to have it together. It's really traditional when you do the aperitif like this. They always include it, um, a dish without. And that, and that's very interesting. So then Italy, then when you order an aperitivo, you basically get the drink. And you and get the, whatever the, the snack is, mm-hmm. whether it's salami, cheese, bread, whatever. Okay, that's very, very interesting. Right. Not bad. Not a bad deal for five bucks, you know. 
No, it's not. So if you need a little bit, a little snack, and you want something, only if you drink those type of drink. Okay, don't. If it give you soda, you will not have that. And there you have it, folks. Your Italian food and beverage segment of the week, brought to you, of course, by Tito's Vodka and the West Coast Italian Radio Show. All right, now it's time for our Artist of the Week segment, and of course, there would be no holiday. Uh, that would be acceptable uh, for Italian-Americans if we didn't include at least one of our Artists of the Week in the month of December of Lou Monti. you got to do Lou Monti at least once. Of course, uh, we have his most popular Christmas song. Uh, not only did, was this popular years ago, but even in modern times it remains popular. I think it's like the number one Christmas hit to this day if you're in, like, uh, Great Britain. And even, you know, uh, in Issaquah, Washington, I get requests for this one every night. Dominic, the Christmas donkey. Ah, yes, you got to love Dominic, the Christmas donkey. I got to tell you. Lumani, what a guy. I mean, uh, he was really, really big back, of course, in the 50s and the 60s. Great Italian-American artist. Probably uh, really well-known. His first big hit was... Dark Town Strutter's Ball, which he did an Italianized version of. And he's done uh, things like Pepino, the Italian Mouse. Of course, Dominic the Donkey was his biggest hit of all. Appeared on all the big TV shows. You know, to this day, to this day, his version of Lazy Mary is still played uh, in the seventh inning stretch right after they play Take Me Out to the Ball Game if you go uh, to the New York Mets, okay? Um, so... I think uh, it would just be uh, some. My favorite Lou Monte Christmas song has got to be has got to be his version of Jingle Bells. Go. Okay? So let's hear the Lou Monte, and this is like a Calabrese version. Okay, his Calabrese version of the song Jingle Bells. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. 
PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. And we are back. This is Tony Lestella with West Coast Italian Radio and the Italian Radio Show. You know, one of my big treats for the holidays is we get to have some really wonderful special guests on. And there's just a great guy, a great friend of mine, and an absolute fantastic musician that we have joining us today. He's going to be telling us about his band and his new album. Give a warm welcome to Andrea Algeri. How you doing, Andrea? I'm good. How are you guys? So uh, how's it going down there? You, uh, you're getting busy with a new album, huh? Thank God. I've, at least I have something to do in this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's tell everybody. So you have the band Brascato, okay? Yes. And mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your band, you know, where you guys are from, the type of music you do. Um, well, the band is like, I'm the only Italian in the band. Uh, this project uh, started in 2010, I think, or nine, something like that, here in Portland, Oregon. Okay. And um, we play like what they put us in, like in a general, it's an indie rock. Pop indie rock, band. yes. But it's Italian, it's, lyric. Italian indie rock. Yes, so that's very Italian cool. Italian Yeah, Everything yeah. Yeah. Now, and you do a lot of your own music, and you also remake some of the Italian songs, right? No, I do, like, all the original. I'm the writer um, of the songs, and, uh, yeah. And so, you're, so where, are you, where are you personally from in Italy? I grew up in a small, small town in southern Italy. It's called Luzzi, and the region Luzzi. is Calabria. Aha, uh-huh. my family's from Calabria. Your your mother, your is your mother from Calabria? Uh, both, my, both, both of my parents are from the same little town. Gotcha, Marcia. You're you're like mother or father. Yeah. Yes. Well, first I want to say ciao, Andrea. Ciao. And uh, yes, my mom is from Calabria, Cosenza. All right. So, how did you wind up uh, in Portland, Oregon, of all places? Ah, um, so I met my ex-wife in Florence. I lived my like for 15 years in Florence. Okay. And she's from Ithaca, New York. So we met in Florence. I was playing a bar, and I met Susan, my ex. And after seven years, we were living in Florence. She was uh, kind of homesick, and she decided, she told me and asked me, what do you think if we move in the U.S.? And anyway, but uh, because she said, like, I give you seven years of my life. At least I try. Come on, like, and try. So we moved in, in, um, in uh, Ithaca in 2006. And honestly, for me, it was a big jump from, like, a, from Florence to move in a small town like Ithaca. And yeah, I love yeah. it. It's a beautiful place. And people is, like, kind of live it. It reminds me like Portland, but the small version of Portland. Right, right. Totally, the people in, in Ithaca is totally different than the people in New York City. They're laid back. There's a lot of things to do outdoor. Uh, but it's cold. Oh, my God. 
Oh, oh yeah, I'll trust you. I grew up in New York. I know how cold it is in the wintertime, you know. You used to have snow like up, like up to your belly, and I cleaned that up, folks, you know, from like six months out of the year. And for me, that I come from southern Italy, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With it. <laughs> anyway, but we end up in Portland because, honestly, I was I was unhappy over there. And her sister, she's living here in Portland, Oregon, for a long time. And she said, she called her sister. And uh, Sarah told us, like, you must check this town. And this we're talking about 2007. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a, it's a nice town. There's everything you want. And it's growing very fast. And it's going, this city's changed so much since we moved in 2007. Now, like, it's 13 years after. It's still a different city. Yeah. Um, it wants to be like Seattle, but it's not totally like Seattle. <laughs> you know? Well, I know that I have, I, I'm so pleased that you came out here because yeah. we have had the pleasure of enjoying your music both in Portland as well as here in Seattle. You played a number of times at Fest Italiana in Seattle with your band Brascato. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, playing your, the indie rock, uh, with the Italian lyrics, the Italian flair, your original music. And I gotta tell our listeners, if they haven't heard you, they're really missing out because to me, you know, when you say indie rock, to me, you remind me more of what, what I grew up with, of the classic rock and roll. I mean, you really got that classic rock and roll thing going. Mm-hmm. You got it going really cool. And your original songs, I mean, they're memorable. They're catchy. You got great tunes, great rhythm to them. So, um, people, uh, you know, we, we really missed having you here this year, of course, you know, with the COVID-19 and everything. And, mm-hmm. and looking forward to getting you back, hopefully next year when Festa is live. But tell us now. You're working on a new album. Tell us about the new album. But this new album would be totally different for people like like you that know my music already. And uh, because, um, you know, we were supposed to, as a band, we were supposed to come out with the new album. And I was talking with Marcia. You remember Marcia? I was telling you. But we yes. now with the new album. This pre-COVID. And uh, <laughs> with the COVID, everything changed. We were supposed to come out with a new album. Actually, we play when we play in the Festa Italiana in Seattle 2019. We play a couple of new tunes on the Festa, and uh, we were we were ready we were ready to go back in studio around March, around the COVID time when COVID, COVID started. Time. So everything got canceled, and the problem was like I was telling my uh, my band members, like let's try to do it. Like we have a lot of time. We don't work right now. I'm, Good and bad at the same time, you know? And, uh, but with COVID, and there's always like we have family. I don't know if it's a good idea to be together, like, and everything was postponed, postponed, postponed. Yeah, and yeah. At the end of the year, and uh, two months ago, I decided to talk with my band members. I said, guys, I wanna, I wanna record the album. I would do everything by myself. Yeah, album. yeah. So this so time, what time? What time? As a band, but as a recording, it would be me. Play everything, and I do this. This is my home studio. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you basically <laughs> are playing all the instruments on this album, huh? Not all the instruments. I use the bass player that you uh, do. You remember Sam? Yeah, I really great bass player. Absolutely he fantastic. Some basses, some song, yeah. and I have like the previous violinist um, that he played with us for like uh, seven years. Is uh, now is a doctor, a ER doctor, so he doesn't have a time, but. 
we are very good friends, and he plays some violin and some songs. That's fantastic. Now, other than that, I do all the programming, like for the drums, and I play bass on some songs, keys. It's yeah. very like fun, and also the good things about like doing this at home is probably the sound that would be not the sound that you can have like in a big studio. Right, right, yeah. right, yeah. But the good things about doing this by yourself, you don't have the clock. As you know, going yeah, to I, oh, yeah, yeah, I know the clock. Months. You always the clock is what, like, you know, you got twenty minutes. You got to get this. You know, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, and yeah, every yeah. every hour costs money. So in this case, I would like time to try and put a lot of like ideas all together. Like I don't have the clock. I can spend the thirteen hours in one day. Yeah, yeah. Two days, two hours in one other day. So I love the process, and I think this album will be very interesting. So tell us a little bit about the content of this, uh, the songs, okay? Because I know that uh, you're, you're, you're the song. These are all originals, right? Yes. Well, yeah. I want to know most of everything. What is the difference that he talk about his other music and this new album? Yeah. What is the difference? What's the difference? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm telling you the difference, like if I, I don't know if I would be able to explain very well. But the difference is, when you have a band, like with five people, and everybody play a different instrument, okay? I play guitars myself. I can play some bass. I can play some key, but I'm not like bass player or key, uh, keyboard player. But when I present one of, one of my, so what I work, I have like song, I write song, and I record songs or idea on my phone normally. Mm-hmm. This is the process with my band. And I send to them like a, the memo like of this song, like in a song that I pre-record at home, like, just guitar and vocal with the melody and some idea about the chorus. Sometimes I don't have even the words for the song. Right. I have the melody in my head. I will like the chord progression and I send to my musician. So what happened? Like they like, and I tell them like, think about whatever you want, put whatever you think is the right for this song. Right. And after we meet in the, uh, in the rehearsal room and we talk about the song and we try to jam on the song. And most of the time, I have in my head already like the, the, the song complete with the drum groove, with the bass line. And sometimes it's so hard to explain to a bass player or to a violinist what you really want. They can right. be yeah. close yeah. to your idea, but I know exactly what you want. Sure. In this case, at home is everything that is my head is in the, in the song. I don't need to explain. It would be also easy mm-hmm. process to bring the song complete in the rest of the room and they would just play what I play them. In a yeah, way, like yeah. it's a new process. I don't know if it will work, but my, I think it will be an easy process because there we have a, pro, a, a, a final product with everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's an interesting process you're talking about, uh, you know, as a fellow musician because at times you hear in your head, you know, what you want it to be, you know. Yeah. And so the fact that you yourself can, you know, put together the different instruments or the different parts is pretty cool because then you're trying to recreate what's in your head, which sometimes is very difficult to explain yeah. verbally to, like, your your drummer, your you know, the other people to get them to, 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 to see what you, you got up here. So... That's going to be really cool. Now, we only have a couple more minutes. Tell us how people can get your new album, how they can just follow you and get and learn more about your music in the band. Okay. 
festival, you can find us on all the social media. Like um, the band, the name is Umbrascatus, M-B-R-A-S-C-A-T-U. Okay, let me repeat that. M-B-R-A-S-C-A-T-U. If you guys just Google the name, you will find us. All right. And you will find like a website, a Facebook, Instagram. And uh, which I just finished uh, to record the video this past couple of days. So it will be, I aim to come out with the video clip of the single. In gen- on gen- I was supposed to do it like in December, but yeah. I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to do anything in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a year that I don't blame. I don't blame. I decide to go out with the new single and with the video clip. Also, would be the, the first professional video clip. I haven't, we never did any video All clip. Right. So and that's going to come out in 20, in January 2020. January 1st, it will be our first, it will be out the video clip with the single. And right. I think of the album, and I'm very positive the album will be out the, the beginning of March, the latest and then the March. The album will be out in the spring. We'll let you know more about it when it comes out. And uh, we thank you so much, Andrea, for being part of our show today. Folks, we'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find the store near you. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. And we're back with West Coast Italian Radio. I think now it's time to do our Italian, actually we're going to do Italian-American phrases of the day. Let me get Marcia here uh, back from Italy. Hey, Marcia, you still there? Yes, of course. Well, you know, I thought since you've been doing the Italian phrases for the last few weeks, it's only appropriate that now I step up and I got to teach you some Italian-American phrases, all right? And these ones are particular related to if you come out of Brooklyn, New York, okay? So now I didn't Uh grow up in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up uh, in Binghamton, New York. I lived in Manhattan for many, many years. I had many friends from the Italian community in Brooklyn. So these are you know, uh, words that if you live in the Italian community in Brooklyn, New York, you got to know these words. you got to know what they mean in order to survive on the streets. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it All on. Right. So the first word is Johnny Pump. A Johnny yeah. Pump. You know what a Johnny Pump is? No, I'm scared to ask. In Brooklyn, New York, a Johnny Pump is a fire hydrant. Really? They call the fire hydrants Johnny Pumps. Okay? <laughs> oh, boy. Really? You know, they do. They do. I, you know, 
Okay, so you walk into a store, a delicatessen, an Italian bakery, whatever, in, in Brooklyn, New York, and they say, hey, boss, what do you want? The word boss. What does the word boss mean? Okay? Capo. So basically, when the local guy doesn't know your name, he, he uses this as a term of goodwill, as a term of respect. He calls you, hey, boss. Sometimes if he really wants to give respect, he says, big boss. Okay, hey, it's the big okay. boss. What do you want? Okay? It's where they kind of, you know, treat you like uh, as a term of endearment, a term of respect. But you do not, under any circumstances, want to be called pal or buddy. Like, okay. hey, pal, what are you doing? Hey, buddy, what are you doing? Pal and buddy are meant sarcastically as, you know, insults. Hey, pal, oh, you done with that yet? Down. Hey, buddy, you, you're going to order or you take all day, you know? So pal and buddy, and you, and you never, ever want to be called chief. No, say, hey, chief. chief. What are you doing? Chief. That's a really insulting thing, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, being called Good boss, being called boss or big boss, okay, that's good, Okay. Here's it's another. like uh, we call it, uh, we call people in Italy when we don't know the name. Hey, capo, what are you doing? Capo. Capo, like boss. That's boss. Capo, yeah, boss. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Weasel deal. What's a weasel deal? I no clue what it's mean. All right. That's so as it kind of would sound, uh, a weasel deal is something that doesn't sound quite right. Okay. It's like, you know, Hey, I got a TV for you. Fell off the back of a truck. Or, you know, I got these uh, nice fur coats for you. You know, I just have to find them in an alleyway. Okay. A weasel deal is something that's a little bit not, not, not quite right. Okay. Okay. A stoop. A stoop. Okay. Now they only use this in New York, but the front stairs of your building is your stoop. Okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. kids play ball on the stoop. But that, sometimes you sit out at nighttime and it's nice in the summertime, you sit on your stoop. There's no place else I know in the world where they call the stairway in the front of your building, the cement stairs, the stoop, okay? So wait, not, are you talking about the stairs? Yeah, the stairs that lead up to the entrance of your building. It's the stoop, oh, okay? stoop. The stoop. Wow. Right? Not to okay. be confused with scooch. Scooch. What does it mean, scooch? A scooch is a person who's a real pain in the neck. And, folks, I cleaned that up. Okay? We got that. <laughs> scooch, okay? Okay, now, for anybody who's watched, like, The Sopranos and stuff, they say, oh, I got agita. I got agita, okay, which means heartburn, okay? It's generally because you got stress from something. You know, oh, man, you're giving me agita, you know? Like, you know, and that has, you know, some applications to the old language, right? Got it. Another one is, you don't want to be called a kujin. A kujin no. is a guy, he kind of like is a self-made Saturday, Saturday night fever guy, um, where, you know, he has the slick black hair, he, he's wearing a lot of gold chains, he's heavily cruising down the street, you know, and, and Bensonhurst somewhere, uh, and he's, you know, hey, this guy is a real kujin, he looks like a grease ball, you know? And, and similarly, and similarly, you do not want to be his girlfriend, a Kujinet. A Kujinet is like, you know, the big hair, the tight outfits, chewing a lot of gum, and wearing platforms that are about a foot high. Really? I was thinking Kujin, like it's mean cousin. No, nah, no. Nah. You trust oh, me. Boy. You do not want to be a Kujin. You do not want to be a Kujinet if you're in Brooklyn. Yeah. Very bad. Good. Very bad. Good to and, know. 
And last but not least, Gavun. Oh, that guy's a real Gavun. Okay? A Gavun is a knucklehead. An idiot. A knucklehead. Okay? Not to be confused with Gavone. Gavone, which is an alternative meaning somebody who eats a lot. Uh There you go, folks. You got your Italian phrases, your Italian American phrases. You're killing me. Right out of Brooklyn for the day. You're all sitting down next time. You go to New York, you want to go to Brooklyn. A salute. All right, folks. So now before we end today's show, you know, we got some great virtual Italian events that are out there. Uh, Now, none of these obviously are live because of the uh, COVID-19, but some great stuff going on online uh, and on the Internet. Cinema Italiano, we talked about that earlier today, uh, today in our program, uh, going to be continuing, story December 10th, continuing through this Thursday, December 17th. Nine great Italian films plus four short films. Watch them at home on your own screen. Go to SIF.net. That's S-I-F-F.net for more information and to purchase your tickets. Winterfest, uh, put on by Seattle Center, presents the story of Le Bafana, uh, which is running through the month of December. This is produced by Festa Italiana, featuring the carol Tusceni delle Stelle, featuring some of your favorite Festa entertainers. You can watch it all month at FestaSeattle.com. And we got two great, two great Frank Sinatra dinner shows brought to you by yours truly, Tony Lestella and Mano Chino's Italian restaurant. These are to raise money uh, to fight veteran suicide. So please, folks, please do what you can to support us. Um, you can buy just the shows themselves to watch. If you live in the area, you can buy a dinner show where you get food from Monalcino's and you watch it at home. December 23rd, Frank Sinatra holiday show. December 31st, New Year's, New Year's with Frank Sinatra. My daughter Natalie is going to be joining me. For those of you that live here in the area around Bellevue, Issaquah, the special menu for each show from Monalcino's, gourmet dining at home while watching the live broadcast. You come pick up your food, you take it home, you watch the show. Tickets are only $25, okay? You can purchase it, watch this anywhere in the world. And again, portions of these proceeds, a lot of these proceeds, about 40%, is going to go to support all the charitable work that we do with the Stella Foundation for veterans, for children, for animals, and other worthy causes. Okay, literally, after we pay our production costs, everything else, that 40% we have left over as our profit, that is going to go directly to the foundation for the, you know, to help veterans suicide specifically and other programs. And this is going to specifically help the National Alliance to end veteran suicide. So thank you folks very much for listening this week. Uh, we, next week we got a brand new show. David Madrid is going to kind of come back uh, for our Christmas show. Our founder, we're going to have a lot of fun, so make sure you tune in. And meanwhile, remember, you go to our website, WCIR.biz, West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. You can hear this week's show all week. You can hear it forever because you go there. We have all of our shows in our archives. Click on the link at the top of the page. Uh, salute. We'll talk to you next week. God bless.